Blog Talk Radio. How would you like to get the inside scoop on the secret sauce of show business? Imagine being ahead of the pack when it comes to knowing how to land that part you crave in that film, play, or TV program. Listen to the Inside Acting Radio Show hosted by William Powell, the king of DC media, at blogtalkradio.com. Search Inside Acting. Welcome to another entertaining and informative episode of the Inside Acting Radio Show. Now, there is a phenomenal musical production of The Color Purple at Riverside Center for the Performing Arts. And tonight, I'll be talking to four members of the cast. Kanisha Williams, who plays the main character, Seely. Khadija Ane, who plays Sophia. Wendell Jordan, who plays Mr. and Nia Savoy, who plays Shrug Avery. Now, Kanisha has appeared at Signature Theater and Ain't Misbehaving and The Wizard of Hip at Metro Stage. Khadija is the 2002 Helen Hayes Award winner for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Residential Musical. Uh, that was a show called Spunk. Khadija also performed in the 2010-2012 national tour of The Color Purple. Wendell Jordan appeared in IATA uh, at Source Theater and Once on This Island at Oldie Theater Center. And Nia Savoy is a graduating senior in musical theater at uh, Howard University, and she's appeared in such shows as Serafina, Ain't Misbehaving, and Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Now, this show uh, runs through May 5th, and you can get tickets if you go to www.riversidedt.com. You can call 540-370-4300, or you can email boxoffice at riversidedt.com. A special thanks to Riverside Center's producing artistic director, Patrick Ahern, for setting this interview up. Now, if you've never been to the center, it's a lovely dinner theater venue, and they've got many great shows coming up. In May, they've got the Pirates of Penzance. Uh, July, they've got South Pacific. Later on in the year, they've got Annie. Uh, they've got Greece uh, coming early next year. It's a fantastic venue. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So I see that everybody's on the switchboard here. I'm going to bring everybody on the air. Good evening. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hi. Thank you for having us. Hello. Hi. All right. Thanks for coming on. Okay, so this is a, a phenomenal show. I've seen it. I, I really enjoyed it. So we've got to talk about fan reaction to the characters. I mean, the movie's just so famous, and, and there's so many opinions about these characters and the themes and everything. So, Kanisha, I'll start with you. What's been the fan reaction to your character? The fan reaction. <laughs> I I would say when people see me, I think they're kind of surprised that so much comes out of such a little frame. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I I think we've had a fantastic response from all of our audiences. They really seem to connect with us and what we're doing, and it's been really really exciting. All right, Khadija, how about you? 
Um, I think I would have to say that um, people are just wild by Sophia because she is the woman who just um, is no nonsense. Like she yeah. is so different from the stereotype of the, this particular era in terms of, um, you know, man in woman relationship, and she kind of goes against the grain. So everybody's just always so excited when she makes her appearance on stage. Um, you know, for the big, for the big song, hell no, because they just are cheering um, in hopes that Celie kind of takes wind of um, building herself up <laughs> at that point in the show. But it happens. You know, it, it we get there a little later. Sincerely. <laughs> okay, Wendell, so uh, you got to talk about the reaction to Mr. Well, um, it's very interesting because um, there are some varying uh, responses to Mr. Um, one of the most interesting ones was that uh, I had a um, an older um, woman essentially say that she wanted to cut my throat. Um, <laughs> wow. Because oh my god! Actually, <laughs> because I was playing Mister, um, and, and obviously he is quote unquote, I guess, the villain of the show. I try not to be judgmental of the character, obviously, but um, but as we know, he has a journey that starts him off in a very dark place. And so when it comes to all of the negativity that he applies to Celie and Nettie, um, and and the majority of the female characters. Obviously, he builds up uh, a, a wall when it comes to the audience. Um, one of my favorite things is um, to hear booze at the end because it definitely means that I've done my job. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nia, what what's what are people saying about uh, Shrug? <laughs> oh, Shrug! Oh, when when people come into the the, the theater. They already, most of them already know the story. So they, I've had people come to me and say, oh, you're, oh, you're Suge. Oh, you're nasty. Oh, you're nasty. Suge is nasty. Um, but I think um, after the end of the play, they realize that Suge has many more layers to her than just the juke joint singer that most people know about her. She has this spiritual awareness that um, she even introduces to Seely. Um, So I would hope that the audience um, leaves you know, the show, um, seeing many more layers of Suge than, than uh, shaking, her, shaking her titties and waving her ass. <laughs> oh, okay, so I want to kind of take a, a right turn into uh, the preparation for this show. So I, I want to, I always wonder, what would be more challenging the, uh, in rehearsal would it be rehearsing the acting or rehearsing the music? So, uh, Kanisha, I'll start with you. I'd say for me personally, definitely the acting. I consider myself um, a musician first, if you will. So music comes naturally to me. It's, it's my thing. But um, I have worked really, really hard on this show. Um, I've had some coaches and pretty much a community of people who've come to support me in my journey to find Sealy, if you will. And um, even when we were in rehearsals, I was asking questions. I was trying to get everything I could out of every single person, just kind of like a sponge, like soaking up all of the wisdom and the ideas and the thoughts of everyone around me to try to form 
this character. So for me personally, um, I I worked really, worked really really hard on the acting, and I hope that when people come see the show, that it shows. Hmm. So Khadija, how did that go for you? Um, for me, I, I would have to say that it was that it's probably an, an equal combination. Um, again, most of us are singers first, um, and it does come naturally. But for this particular song, because the weight of the story is um, really heavy at times, um, you have to make sure that that you you are delivering the song um, like you're telling a story. So for me. Um, you know, I had to work at the acting, but because I had done the role before, um, some of it was already in my body. But um, differently from before doing the show this time, um, I just feel like portraying the music, like telling the story through the song for me has been something that I worked on, like, even before I got to rehearsal and, and when I got to rehearsal trying to get the storytelling in my body because the song is so big. Everybody knows that particular song. They're waiting for it. And so I just kind of wanted to make sure that the delivery of the song um, was not just, um, you know, something that, oh, this is the song that everybody's talking about, but I really want the people to, you know, feel feel what's happening in that moment through the song. Um, and not just kind of like be up there singing a song nonchalantly because people are already going to be excited about it. So I would have to say that it was a combination of both for me. Yeah, it's, it's storytelling involved. So, uh, uh, Wendell, how about you? Um, well, in terms of the work, in my mind, music isn't too far off from the script in the sense that there is dialogue that is interlaced that the audience needs to receive information in order to carry the story along. Um, and with my particular character, there is such a journey in where um, his beginning isn't where he ends. And so he starts at a point of um, learning specifically or acting as he's seen um, or as he's been raised. And then um, by the end, he actually has to make a decision in terms of how far he's going to go and how different he's going to be. And so at the beginning, to start from hitting Seeley um, in one of the opening sequences to the point where he then ends up at the very end on his knee asking him, asking her to, you know, to marry him for real this time, um, there was a real journey that had to occur from the start of the show to the end of the show. Um, and so it is definitely, I, I would say that there's a, there's a definite balance um, because in, in thinking of the song and the music, like intervals are one thing, but you also have to convey the message. So it's for me, um, it, it is the same exact mechanism that I use for a song uh, versus a monologue. Fantastic, fantastic. So, uh, Nia, what's your opinion on that? Um, Definitely during the rehearsals, um, I really wanted to make sure I paid attention to the storytelling. I think people um, love the musical for the music in the sense of it's great, great music. Um, But I just really wanted to pay attention to the storytelling and making, making sure that 
um, like I said before, show the many layers of Suge. Um, and also just making sure that we had a connection um, within the cast, which I think came very naturally. Um, I remember, like, when we first started rehearsing, Kanisha and I, like, went on a date and had a day, like, where we got to know each other personally. And I think during the rehearsals, that was one of the things that I focused on, um, was because we have to have such a strong connection in the show. And so I wanted to make sure that, you know, during the rehearsal process, um, we got to know each other very well so that we can be comfortable with each other on stage. Fantastic. That's awesome. So you have a, a awesome musical director, Garrett Jones. So, uh, so Nia, I'm going to go back to you. Talk about <laughs> Garrett's process and how he worked with the cast. Garrett is great. Um, he is definitely, um, he pays a lot of attention to detail, and that's really what I um, love about Garrett. I remember a lot of, you know, people were questioning questioning the fact, you know, okay, here's this, this fully black cast, and here's this white <laughs> um, music director, but Garrett definitely did justice to this show, um, and it was a great, one of the first things we did was start with music, and so um, he just paid very attention, much attention to detail, um, and it was, it's been great. I, I love Garrett. He um, has been, been great. Yeah, uh, uh, Wendell, how was your uh, experience working with uh, Garrett? Um, my experience was exceptional. Um, when it comes to Garrett, what I find is that he is a technician. And so when it comes to technique um, and, and helping you to kind of get into character, but also just basically meet the needs of the song in terms of being able to get access to those pitches and get them in your body to the point where it's second nature, um, there's a way that um, it, there's a way that he is able to make sure that everything is infused um, with the energy that it needs. And um, he brings out the best in you is, is what I found. Um, he is very, very patient, very, very meticulous. And um, I'm very appreciative of the experience that I had with him or that continue to have. Uh, Khadija, how about you? Um. So, yeah, I've worked with Garrett um numerous times before and so um I I learned very early on um kind of following in the footsteps of what Nia and um Wendell just said that he goes um above and beyond to give you the space that you need to be comfortable and if there is something that you are uncertain of or that you need um, just some guidance or a push on, he is more than willing um, to help you kind of find the place that you need. Um, he's very good at listening to um, the different tones of, of your voice. He's, like Wendell said, he's meticulous, and he knows, like, the mask of the face and where the voice sits. So when he hears something, he's just very good at giving you guidance on how to maybe push notes out and get things um, really just where they need to be vocally to match um, what you're doing in, in, in that moment. So he's um, he's an amazing guy. I love Gary. Yeah. <laughs> I do. So, Tanisa, how was, how was your experience? 
I think, I mean, we're just all going to sing Garrett's praises tonight, <laughs> but he really is incredible. I remember the very first day I walked into rehearsal, it was just him and I, and I was impressed at how thorough and how prepared he was. Not that people come into rehearsals unprepared or anything like that, but he knew the score back and forth, up and down, sideways, across the street, everything. He knew every note, every rhythm, every pitch. And just having that standard to be the first day of rehearsal, we jumped right in, and the ride has been going ever since. Um, He's been really, really good about not – trying to dictate how I choose to do things, but kind of like collaborating to work on what is the best avenue to tell the story. From the first day, I remember asking, how do you think I should sing this? And he was like, well, what do you think the best way to express this emotion is? And that's kind of how we've been looking at everything. So he is a technician. He is a musical genius. He is incredible, but he's also a great collaborator. And he's really good at bringing the story out of the music. And I think that's really important with music directors because sometimes people can sit behind the piano and they teach the music and they kind of let it go. But Garrett has been really instrumental in kind of shaping the story as we go along. And I think, if, as everyone has already said, um, that because of that decision, th- because of those decisions and because of the way he works, we kind of have a fantastic musical story as well as a physical one. So. He's incredible. I'm really glad that we work together on this project. You know, uh, there's a, a amazing director you have on this show, just amazing, uh, Amy Jones. So, Nia, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you uh, first on this. Um, how did how did uh, Amy help you uh, develop your character? Wow, Amy Jones is. Amazing. I mean, during rehearsals, I felt like I was having master classes. Um, she definitely um, helped me with the layers of Suge. Um, during the rehearsal process, we would just do the scenes and we would, you know, go over them and over them again to help us, like, find the nuances and things like that. Amy Jones knows this story front and back. She did all her research. So it was great to, like, have her input um, when, you know, knowing about the character and we, you know, read the book and pulled a lot of things from the book, things that are um, in Alice Walker's novel that's not necessarily in um, the musical, we pull from those things. So she definitely um, helps me just find the nuances of Suge, um, helps me age her. Um, uh, that was one thing that I was worried about um, before starting the show was the fact that I'm 21 and I'm playing someone who um, starts in her 30s and matriculates up to her 40s. Um, so it's playing someone so much older um, than I, um, I thought that it was difficult, but she just, Amy just really helped me, um, just become Suge, just naturally, just be Suge. Um, she's amazing. I miss her. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, uh, Wendell, what's some of the things that Amy, uh, showed you in rehearsal? Um, well, there were so many different layers um, to this piece, and I think one of the thing that, things that was 
pointed out to me initially um, that I hadn't thought about was the idea that um, Mr. has to meet um, a lot of different varying powerful women. Um, And so even when um, initially when he starts to deal with Celie, obviously she's at a point of weakness. But after that, um, he starts to meet these women that essentially um, stand up for their own from the point when Nettie um, essentially fights for her sister. Um, and next we have, you know, that connection with Sophia. <laughs> um, and so Sophia obviously isn't going to just stand for who Mr. is in the, in the beginning of this show. Um, and then beyond that, we have the power of Suge. And so um, Suge essentially is the only woman initially in the first act that he kind of lets run him um, or or kind of, you know, take him around by the nose. And so Amy really helped me find the layers to be able to manage, you know, how to depict Mr. dealing with these varying different types of women. Um, and not only that, but taking it over into the second act and talking about what what the physicality of Mr. was, how how would he degrade over time? What type of work was he doing um, in the fields? And what, what type of um, person was he uh, raised to be by old Mr.? So all of those different pieces came in, um, and it was, it was a very enjoyable experience because it was also very collaborative. Um, there were moments when she asked specifically, well, what do you think Mr. would do here? And um, that part of it made me feel like there was a lot more back and forth than there typically is with a director, um, which allowed me to go to a more vulnerable space a lot more quickly. Because when you're acting, it you have to kind of leave or wear your heart on your sleeve. And so when it comes to those things, you kind of have to be in a space where you trust the people that are around you. And so with Amy at the helm of this piece, there was um, nothing for us to do but, you know, be brilliant and, and be positive and, and move the show into a space that kind of transcends what um, people normally see on stage. Impressive, impressive. Okay, so uh, Khadija, how, how was uh, Amy, uh, how was, what kind of, what yeah. did she do for you? Yeah, I, um... I am. Um, I was. I was most impressed about um, the thing that most impressed me about Amy, rather, um, was that there are so many. Um, you know, there are two versions of the show. Um, there um, was the original Broadway version, and there then there's the revival version, which is, you know, what we were doing. But she, um, I didn't know what she was going to do initially um, because I was in the original version of the show. Um, and it was very interesting to see, and I was very impressed at how she stayed true to the storyline. There are some differences, not a whole lot, um, but how she was able to um, um, bring the story together and stay true to the, the versions of the stories that are out there. Um, in particular with my character, <laughs> um, because she knew that I had done the show before, um, you know, there were some things that she kind of was giving me a liberty on initially, but I was really impressed when there were some things that she saw 
and that she um, envisioned when she was creating her version from um, the her director's standpoint. And she took the time to kind of point out small nuances that made a really big difference that I um, may not have necessarily seen. And so, again, just um, copying uh, Nia and Wendell, she um, is very open with taking moments to ask you what is it that you think um, this particular part is telling you. And then when you make a choice, if there is something that she sees that could be different, she just had a um, she just had a way of, of of weaving the two thoughts together to make it the most optimal choice for for her direction because she is the director. You know, we we are the actors and we have you know some freedoms to make some choices and decisions. But I just admire the fact that um, you know when there was something that she kind of saw and she wanted to create, um, she 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 was able to do that with grace with us. And, um, you know, you don't always get a, a grace factor with, with some directors. So I really, really, really appreciate that about her. And I was really, really, truly impressed with um, her final outcome um, of of this show. She di- directed directed it um, beautifully. Um, I am I am really, really, really impressed. I, I love the way that the show turned out. I think it is an amazing performance, and I think that she just added the salt to uh, all of the gifts that we have to, to present this story on stage in its most optimal state. So, yeah, we, we, we love him as well. Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with that. So, uh, Kanisha, I guess you had to find something unique to, to add to that, but what's been your experience? <laughs> um, <laughs> I have enjoyed working with Amy a lot. I think this is such a big role and the journey is so huge and monumental and you're taking so many steps and you're going through all these things. I think for me it was really easy to be overwhelmed sometimes. I found myself questioning a lot and thinking a lot and Amy had the, like Khadija said, the grace and the inclination to just gently guide me through this process. And I'm really, really grateful for her character in doing that because this, this is a hard, this is a tough one. It's a big story to tell. So I'm very grateful for the way she chose to guide me through this process. And it's almost like every single day we were working and we were learning, we were discovering, and then when we turned around, the show was ready. <laughs> it's so strange right. how it's so strange. It's not strange. It's brilliant because Amy's brilliant. But it's amazing to think of how one day I feel like I was asking questions and I was like, how do we do this? And what do you want for this? And the next day we were in a design run and the entire show was ready. I mean, of course, there are things to prepare as we go into the final parts of preparing, putting on a show. But I have to say, as far as this experience is concerned, this cast and Amy's direction we were ready to go on opening night. And I know sometimes a show yeah. needs some time to find its footing, but Amy was so brilliant and so intentional about the way she directed us that we were ready to go and we had no place to go but up because we started at such a good place. So um, mm. I don't know how she did it <laughs> because, <laughs> because I opened my eyes and we were opening and we had a fantastic first show and it's just increased from there and I only know that's a reflection of the work that she's done with us so I'm grateful for her 
and the way she approached the process. And I'm grateful that her excellence and her brilliance kind of catapulted us into a really good place. And now we're pretty much on a roll. Yeah. That's amazing. So, uh, Kanisha, I'm going to stay with you, and uh, we're going to talk about um, staying sharp during a long run. I mean, it's not only a long run, but (laughs) but it's Thursday through Sunday. So talk about how you stay sharp. Yeah, Yeah, like brush-up rehearsals and all that. Yeah. So it's interesting. We have not necessarily had a brush-up rehearsal yet, Um as far as the entire cast is concerned, but I am a person <laughs> because of my personality who likes to practice every single day. <laughs> so um, when the show is over, I find myself looking through my script. If I'm not going to, I can't necessarily sing full out after, you know, a couple of times of singing, I'm here, I'm pretty much done for the day. <laughs> but um, I like to reflect Think about choices that I made. Think about the ways things came across. Think about how the audience felt. I think I'm a person who can kind of feel the audience, and we're kind of like on a journey together. I like to reflect. I have a huge color purple notebook, and I write in it every single day just about what I thought and what I felt and what I can do and what worked and what may not have worked. Um, And I like to just continue to challenge myself. Um, I want the story to be new and fresh and exciting and heartbreaking for every single audience that comes every day. I don't want to get complacent. I don't ever want people to say, huh, that was okay. So for me personally, I like to practice every day. On those days off that we get, I'm workshopping and singing and hammering away. Um, And I think that, of course, you know, make sure you're eating well and getting your sleep (laughs) and things like that. Take your vitamins. But I think as long as you are constantly working, never letting yourself get too comfy, because no matter how great we are, there's always um, a next level we can achieve, and that's kind of how I like to think about it. Okay, okay, so Khadija, what are your tricks? Um, yeah, the same, you know, um, I think most of us on the phone, um, we've done um, a, a certain level of professional shows. Um, that has lasted a pretty long time. Most of the shows last um, maybe about two and a half to almost three months. And, again, like, you know, it's, I said previously, I, I was on tour with the show, and I did that for three years. So the water I learned the hard way um, when I first started doing shows professionally, that if you are not properly hydrated, um, you will hit a wall quickly. Um, <laughs> so just for, just for um, you know, that's that's like the biggest thing for singers. Like we have to stay hydrated and we have to make sure that we are, like Kanisha said, getting our rest and positioning our bodies correctly to get notes out that we're not straining. You know, just proper singing techniques and, rem- and, and just remembering to bring all of that stuff with us when you get on stage because it's so much other things that you go through by the time you start singing. You kind of have to make yourself remember, like Kanisha said, to to get some stuff back into your body. Um, so water, rest, yes. And then for us, um, I, I haven't done this with all casts that I've been a part of, but with this particular cast for um, our everyday rejuvenation, um, you know, we make sure that we come together and we touch and agree every single day before we hit that stage. And, um, you know, we allow I, our God to work through us. We pray and we make sure, again, like Kanisha said, that we are telling 
this story as if we've never told it before because we understand that our instruments are not only for us, but they are for the audience, that there are people that are coming here and that there's something that they need to receive from our story. And so we just want to make sure that not only are we in the best physical shape, but that our minds, our bodies, and our spirits are positioned correctly as well so that we can be used as instruments um, to to um, help people get the healing that that they need. Yeah, that's 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 so important to, to come together on yeah. one accord. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, uh, uh, Wendell, how about you? Um, well, in terms of the consistency of the show, for me, there are a lot of different pieces that actually go into that. Um, one of the main pieces, um, like Adija just mentioned, is staying healthy. Um, so for me, um, that means exercising every day um, to make sure that, you know, um, I have access to the diaphragm, um, that, that um, when it comes to show energy, um, and being able to chase Nettie around stage, uh, <laughs> every day it's, it's important to, uh, to make sure that I am in top physical condition first. Um, and also, um, tons and tons of water, <laughs> tons and tons of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. In terms of, uh, in terms of keeping the show fresh, um, I like Kanisha, I'm in my script every day. Uh, because I do know that even in reading through things, there are little things that I can tweak here and there that make just that much difference. And um, it is my intent to have uh, Seely fall in love with me at the end of the show. Um, oh, and so right. finding a way. Wow. Yeah, so, find, <laughs> so go. finding my way from um, from treating her horribly um, to getting to a space where I fully understand and now see how beautiful she is, it means that I have to also take her on a journey that lets her know when she looks in my eyes that there's something different that's coming out of me every night. And I think that um, that that challenges me. Um, and also, again, um, I'm a I'm a fan of the audience <laughs> in the sense that um, I want you to come and get something that you never thought that you would from from this. I want you to walk away from this experience feeling like you've been engaged in such a way that you have to tell somebody that you need to share with somebody that you know, the conversation that, you know, that happens a month from now um, takes you back and you go, you, what about that moment when this, when this, this thing happened in the show? And so um, those things, I think, are what drive me to keep it a fresh show every night. And um, I'm very appreciative of the work ethic, um, you know, that I was able to develop at Howard University. Um, and, uh uh, I, I never take for granted any, you know, any single one performance because I want everybody to have an amazing experience um, whenever they come to the show. That's amazing. All right, folks, so we're getting near the end here. We've got about seven minutes. Um, what I want to do is take a right turn, and quickly we're going to talk about what you feel the central message of the color purple is and how would you advertise it to 
to the man on the street. So, uh, uh, Wendell, I guess we'll go back to you. Um. Huh. Wow. <laughs> I would say that um, in the era that we're in right now, we're living in a um, in the Me Too movement, um, and so that cannot be lost in terms of um, that can be not lost on anybody. I think in this cast or you know people that come into the come into the audience, um, and. Me Too means that we have to move in a direction that balances the scales for everyone. Um, and so that means that men have to understand how to be men in a world that allows women to be 50-50 or that, you know, where, where we have created a space where everyone is equal um, and that there is no tilting or, or teetering in, in either direction. Um, now, obviously, it, it also requires that we are in a space where we can lift each other up and, and be strong enough to do so, um, because everybody is um, everybody is not um, going to learn the same thing every time they come to the show. So, what's most important is that they understand that. It's the journey that gets us there, how we find our way, how we take that next step. And I think that as long as we continue to take those steps, we will continue to progress. And so um, I think, you know, progression is the most important thing or lesson that I want people to walk away from with this show. All right. All right. So, uh, Khadija, what's your take on that? Um. You know, I think that I would really have to say um, the song ends saying, look what God has done. Um, and, you know, kind of, that kind of just sums up um, the journey that we take um, in the story. Um, you know, if 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 you, if you had never seen the story before, just like those of us, when you see the story for the first time, um, there are so many miraculous things that happen um, throughout this story um, that you can apply to your everyday life. And like Wendell, um, I think it is about just, under, well, like Wendell said, I think it is about the, the process of, I mean, the, I think it is about understanding that process is just as important as getting to the end. Um, but this story um, really does give us hope um, in terms of thinking that, when you may not feel like there's a way out, um, man, look what look look what God has done. He He has done a miraculous thing for each and every character in this story. The way that it starts is not the way that it ends, but the journey to get there could only have happened and taken place with the magnificent power of the God that was there from the beginning. He was there. He was there the whole time. Um, but he just allows us to go on this journey, and I, I just love that the audience at the end is so happy to say that that look what God has done with us, um, you know, once we get to to that point, to the end of the story. Well said, well said. So, uh, Kanisha, what's your take on that? I think if I had to advertise this show to someone on the street, I'd tell them that 
this isn't one of those productions that's far away. It's not abstract. It's not random. It's real. And I think sometimes people are a little intimidated by that. This is not a story that you won't feel something for. Um, These experiences, although some things are exaggerated because it's a novel and a film, and, of course, it's on the stage, but all these things that happen are real-life experiences, and real-life people can relate to real-life experiences. I think that there is a journey that we're taking, that there is something to be learned about endurance and perseverance and not giving up. And even if you do feel like you have nowhere else to go, there is nothing else you can do that something can shift and change your whole life. So I think I just want people to know that this story is relatable, that it's real, that it's honest, that it's truthful, and that if you give it a chance, it can change your life because it definitely has changed mine. Very well said. Very well said. Okay, folks, we're going to wrap everything up here. So I I really enjoyed this uh, conversation we've had. Again, it's just an amazing show. I implore everybody to get out there and see it. Uh, it's just um, it's very moving. It's it's just phenomenal. And all I can really say is just break legs the rest of the run. I I just give you all the the best of luck. Just wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, we, Thank you. We fully appreciate you. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, y'all. Well, y'all have a blessed night. All right, you too. You too. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Okay, good night. Okay, folks. Let me remind you to do something for your career every single day and break a leg. Night. Under the dark you pacify me Hold my breath Take me down, I won't fight Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my death Makes the sound no one can find 